our monthly segment of Fit After 40 is Grant Fedork, of course, from Leading Edge Physiotherapy. Hey, Grant, how you doing? I'm great, Jalen. How are you? I'm doing really, really well. Today we wanted to talk about um, some of the issues that arise from flying and what you can do to prevent them. And boy, oh boy, um, one of the things that I always end up with, because I'm notorious for a window seat and putting my head off to the side and trying to sleep, is just really, really bad neck pain, because you're doing like the neck bobs and stuff like that. You must just ugh, cringe when you see that on the plane. Yeah, I see it all the time. And I thought of this topic because I've been traveling a little bit more like everybody else out there. So if you hear noise in the background, because <laughs> I'm sitting outside and uh, it's, it, I've got some beautiful weather around me. But the, exactly what I saw today, sitting on the plane and why I wanted to bring it up, I saw that person with their head tucked up against that window, cranked to the side. And I thought, oh, this is what we need to talk about. Okay. It's not a good idea. No, it's not a, not a good idea. So do those travel pillows help at all, do you think? Yeah, they do. They keep your neck in a more neutral position, so you're less likely to get into positions where... Think about what a pillow does or what the rest of us do when we sleep at night, particularly if we are a side sleeper, back sleeper. Our head is in a more neutral position, which is the best position for the neck. Now, some people definitely sleep on their stomach with their head turned. It's what's right for you. And I've had this conversation many, many times. So the person who sleeps with their head turned to the right or left and they sleep on their stomach, they're going to probably tolerate that position a little bit better than the person who sleeps on their side or sleeps on their back and their head's in neutral. And now you change that position. And it's the change or the altered position that's going to lead to the problem for people. So if you're that kind of person, you got to watch out. Okay, so, uh, you know, the travel pillows can come uh, in handy when you're looking at that. So is there anything yeah. else that we can do if we, you know, you feel a nap coming on, but you don't have a travel pillow? Any suggestions or you just kind of suck it up? No, you need to be intentional about travel. Uh, and we're talking fit after 40, right? Yeah. So we're not talking about those 20-year-olds <laughs> anymore who can literally sit wherever they want, sleep however they want, and it doesn't seem to bother them. But for us, 40-year-old and plus, we need to be intentional about it. So we know that I've got a late night sleep. I've got a, it's going to be a red eye or I'm going to be up early and I'm likely to fall asleep on that airplane. Well, I know that I better put myself in the best position to deal with it. And number one, one of the things you need to do, particularly if you do find yourself falling asleep for a longer period of time, it's how you deal with it afterwards. Don't just get up and get off the plane or wake up and away you go. Get that movement back immediately. So after you've had your head in an awkward position, you've got your head tipped to the side, you wake up, it feels a little stiff. One of the things you can do is simply take it through a range of motion. So turn it, turn it to the right. Do two or three times to the right, two or three times to the left. Tip your ear to the side two or three times. Then the other side two or three times, take it through a full range of motion and actually remember this is going to matter. Mm -hmm. And now that same position that you're talking about where your head was cranked to the side or whatever it was, you're also going to affect your back because you're sitting in a chair <laughs> that are not optimally created for the most successful <laughs> outcomes in healthcare. In fact, I think airplanes were designed to help physiotherapists in the long run. <laughs>
And so you need to get up. You need to walk around. You, yes, you've fallen asleep, and let's say it's for an hour or two hours, and it's a longer flight, or for a shorter flight, it might only be 45 minutes. Don't be afraid after you wake up to actually excuse yourself from the seat stand up and walk around and give your back a little bit of a break because unfortunately it's not in a great position. So Grant, what, what's, what, what seat should people be picking on a plane then? It's my favorite question. Everybody wants the window. Uh -huh. so of, course, of course the window is the solution for a lot of people who want to be able to rest their head against the window. However, the aisle I, and I don't want to see a big blip in aisle seats because those are the ones I choose. I'm actually, I love that nobody takes those. But the aisle seat or even middle seat gives you a quicker access to get up and move around mm -hmm. on an airplane. And really, as, as many of the conversations we've had over the last several years, you know my opinion, yeah. which is sit in one position for too long. That's going to be the problem. So it, being act, having access to that aisle and getting up and walking around and turning your head and moving is really the solution to these flights. Grand Fedoric, Fit After 40 this afternoon. We, we hear people talking and warning about blood clots sometimes when you, that can happen from traveling. Is that, again, just from sitting too long? Yeah, it's from stasis. It's from static positions of the body, not moving around, and especially after a significant significant injury when we have a patient who's had anything significant an acute hemarthrosis is the biggest thing a big swelling of a joint like in the knee or the elbow or anywhere the real key is to keep it moving and particularly especially if it happens in the lower extremity so that means pointing and pulling your feet towards yourselves doing it intentionally doing it throughout the trip because when the blood sits in one area for a period of time, it's got more likely, the higher likelihood to create a clot and for that clot to be thrown and become a problem. Um, and we don't want that, obviously. So movement is the key at the end of the day. So with the blood clot um, issue, if there's concern, like, what would you notice, let's say, if you had a, a clot in your leg is, or the symptoms of that? Yeah, and that's a really good question. Uh, number one is significant pain, particularly around the calf uh, is a common area where it becomes very severe in the calf area. And then on top of that, you'll also have, besides just pain, you'll also have like a flu-like symptoms mm. oftentimes. So you'll feel sick. You'll feel off. You'll think, oh, something's going on. I'm not feeling very well right now. And if you're getting those symptoms along with severe pain in the calf and you've had an injury or anything like that, that's an emergent situation. I recommend you definitely get in uh, and deal with it right away. All right, Grant. A lot of really great stuff covered in a short amount of time. I'm going to let you go this afternoon so you can get on with your traveling today. I sure appreciate you making time for us. Thank you. It's my pleasure, and I look forward to seeing everybody traveling and hopefully not needing our services. Yeah, time. you betcha. But if you do, leadingedgephysio.com is where to go. Grant, thanks for this. Take it easy. My yeah, Grand Fedoric joining us this afternoon from what sounds like an airport somewhere in North America. Uh, but, you know, some really, really great advice there, right? I can, I've, I've had conversations with Grant before about how often he, he cringes when he sees people on a plane, you know, doing that old head bob, right? And, 
I'm notorious for it. I get on a plane and I fall asleep immediately. Well, not immediately, within about a half an hour. But there are times that I, I'm asleep by the time uh, the plane takes off. And if I don't have that neck pillow with me, yeah, and I've really messed up my neck from that. So some really, really good tips there, um, you know, mainly about that travel pillows and, you know, getting up and moving. But how many of us actually do it? Right? You don't want to disturb the person next to you. You don't, yeah, just stay here in my little corner in my, or in my middle chair or whatever it is. Yeah, if you're on the aisle seat, it may be a little bit easier to get up and get moving, but some really great tips there. If you're looking for more information, again, the Leading Edge Physio website uh, has a, a great blog page. It just type in in search in the search button what you're looking for and tons of answers on there. Again, it's leadingedgephysio.com.